The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. I thought watching this preseason game, and again, it's one game, but there was significant improvement in his comfort level and his overall poise. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast. I never do that to you guys. It is a teaching tutorial Thursday. We've got the NFL films legend Greg Cosell in the house. We are, of course, presented by DraftKings. And I once again realized I forgot to pick winners. I will have winners for Monday's show because I see those of you that spread the word via social media, whether it's a retweet or a quote tweet or a like on Instagram or a Facebook review, whatever it is, at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod, it is much appreciated. Make sure you're following me at Ross Tucker NFL tonight because I will be broadcasting the Browns and the Eagles game. So uh, certainly I'll have pictures and or videos of the press box food which I know you guys really like which reminds me by the way on Monday's show I should have given my grade for the Ravens press box food that is my bad it would not have been an extremely high grade for the Ravens probably about a b minus but uh, that's okay you know it's preseason week one so we're all improving we're all getting better in every aspect of it Can't wait to talk with Greg about some of the things he saw in preseason week one in the NFL, as well as some of the big moves made this week with the Patriots getting Zeke, the Jets getting Dalvin Cook. A lot to get to with my guy, Greg Cosell. You know, I realized I always say to you guys, like tonight I'm doing the Browns-Eagles game. I always say, go to the Game Time app. You can get tickets for $20 tonight and you can be there. I don't want you to go to the game, and I want you to watch it on TV. I want you to watch me on TV. So how about this? Go to the Game Time app, look up where you live, your city, whatever, and get tickets to any game other than tonight's Browns-Eagles game, because I want you to watch me on TV. I will say this, though. If you don't have the Game Time app on your phone, at this point, you're just doing it wrong. To be able to put in any team, to put in any location, to see everything available... To get a guarantee that you're getting the lowest 
price, always getting the best price, they'll credit you 110% of the difference if it's not. It's amazing. And it's all on the app. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use code ROSS for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code ROSS for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Also guaranteed to have a great segment when we talk to Greg Cosell for The Big Show. The Big Show. Okay, Greg, a lot to get to. And I know you couldn't possibly have watched every single preseason game from week one. But I also know there are some games you did watch, and I'm dying to see what you saw watching the coaching tape. Let's start with the Niners and the Raiders, Greg, because it feels like there's a lot of conversation about a couple of quarterbacks in that game. Aiden O'Connell, the rookie for the Raiders, you know, had the best stats, might have played the best of any rookie in week one of the preseason. And conversely, Trey Lance, boy, a lot of people... One preseason performance this year, and I know it's a combination of what they saw previous years, but a lot of people bailing on Trey Lance. Why don't you start there, Greg? He's number three yeah. overall pick three years yeah. ago. What you know, did you Lance, see from Trey Lance in preseason week one? Yeah, Lance is a really fascinating guy because, you know, Ross, he hasn't really played much football since 2019. And there's no way he can learn how to play the position without playing the position. And he just has not played a lot, and he's not going to get that opportunity. Um, you know, right now he's very tentative and uncertain as to what is open in the NFL. That can often come with experience. Um, but what really stood out on the tape is he turned down a number of throws that were clearly there with that, within the timing and structure of the play design. I mean, there were three or four examples of that where the ball needed to come out, the, the, the throw was there, and he just turned it down. And only he could tell you why. I can't do that. But you know that that's not not going to be a positive in the mind of Kyle Shanahan. Uh, you know, every pass game is built on timing, structure, rhythm, and Lance was just turning down throws. Now, he made a couple of better throws later in the game, um, but he just needs to play. He needs to play a lot of football, and he's not going to get that opportunity, unfortunately. Uh, but... You know, much of what you see is not a surprise. It's just that the Niners gave up so much to get him. But as you know, he hasn't really played a lot of football in four years. So this is hard. It's pretty remarkable that they gave up as much as they gave up to get him. And he's not good or not playing well or whatever. And they're still one of the best teams in the NFL. (laughs) I mean, it's just remarkable, isn't it? Well, you know, that is uh, you know, and, and your point's really a good one because they have a Super Bowl roster. They're not a work-in-progress roster. And Lance is a work-in-progress quarterback. And so the two don't go together. You know, as I said, he needs to play week in and week out, week after week after week, and that's certainly not going to happen with the Niners. What about the quarterback on the other side, Greg? You know, people didn't talk about him a lot coming out of Purdue. You know, we knew about him, the Raiders take him, and, man, he looked like a pretty good fit in Josh McDaniel's offense in week one, Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, and he's a certain kind of player, which, uh, you know, might fit that offense extremely well. This is a classic case, I think, of um, 
of the quarterback and the coach and the offense that kind of go together pretty well. O'Connell ran a highly schemed shotgun passing game at Purdue. It featured quick timing, rhythm throws in the short to intermediate areas with an emphasis on getting the ball out. That's what he did in college. Isn't that exactly what we saw in the first half of that game? I mean, he's he was highly efficient in college running the offense. That that style of offense minimizes and at times eliminates pass rush, so you, you don't face many contested pockets. Now, obviously, in the NFL, if he were to have to play, and who knows, if he's the number two, that might happen with Jimmy Garoppolo, unfortunately, with his injury history, Ross. But, you know, there'll obviously be long yardage situations where not everything can come out real quick. But O'Connell is a pure pocket passer. He doesn't have a big arm. You'd probably say he has above average arm strength. But he's got consistent higher level ball placement. I think he has a pretty refined feel for where to go with the football. He's just not a high level throwing talent the way we think of that. And he's not mobile. You know, he's not going to make a lot of plays outside of structure. But I think that style fits what Josh McDaniel's offense is and what he wants. Yeah, I mean, that certainly seemed to be the case in week one. That's always one, Greg, where uh, I'm really anxious to see him again. You know, it's it's only one yep. preseason game. I want to see if he can stack good performances on top of each other, which brings up a point, Greg. You know, you and I talk about this. The, the schemes are vanilla in the preseason. They sure are. The teams aren't necessarily playing to win. We, we know all these things, right? But, Greg, every player out there is trying to play to the best of their ability. Like, you would prefer that they play well. If they play really well, that's still a good sign. If they play really poorly, that's not a good sign. I mean, no, look, you it's want- only one game, and there's the schematic stuff and all of that. But it still cracks me up. It's like, yeah, it's still like they're still trying. Like nobody's out there like, ah, I'm going to play bad today because it's a no. And, and, and you certainly have a great perspective on that because of, of your uh, experience in the league. Um, you know, I think what you look for, and particularly quarterbacks, and that's what we're talking about at the moment, is you want them to execute what they're asked to execute at a high level, play after play. That's what you're looking for. We know that they might be playing with number twos or number threes, against number twos, against number threes. We know that it's not highly schemed in terms of attacking a specific opponent, but you're asking them to do specific things. We don't know all the details there because we're not in the meetings with the coaching staff, but you want to see them execute what they're asked to do at a high level. That's just true of any position, as you know. It's just more visible with the quarterback position. All right, let's get to some other young guys, Greg, that I, I love getting your breakdowns. How about Anthony Richardson, who has been named the starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts? What did you see from him first time out? Yeah, I mean, Richardson is uh, – I'm not surprised he was named the starting quarterback at all. Um, I kind of expected that, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I thought Richardson looked comfortable. And, and that's another thing you want to see is you want to see a quarterback – a young quarterback, particularly one without much experience, as is the case with Anthony Richardson, not play fast, look comfortable out there. And I thought he did. And I thought they gave him some throws and some plays that allowed him to be that, which is really good coaching because you want to give him a chance to be successful. Um, You know, he made some very good throws. Obviously, the interception, he'll learn from that. I'm sure he knew immediately when he released the ball that that was not a good idea. Um, 
I'm very curious to see how they work with him with his mechanics, Ross, because he needs a lot of work with his footwork and his balance when delivering the ball. Obviously, he's got a big arm, so he can throw the ball with his lower body in any position, and it still comes out nicely. But he had a lot of throws where he threw without a firm base, where he had too many throws without stepping to his target. You know, again, I don't know how coaches see that. He's obviously got a power arm. Um, But I think those are things that you want to consistently work on. You don't want to get in the habit of throwing the ball with poor fundamentals because at some point that does come back to bite you. You do want to get in the habit of drinking Labatt Blue Light every time you desire a beer. I'll be having a couple of these bad boys that I'm showing for those of you watching us on YouTube, YouTube TV, uh, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. If you want to take things to the next level while you're watching your boy on TV tonight or at any point this weekend, drink some Labatt Blue Lights with your friends, family, live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, a couple other guys I was curious about, Greg. Stetson Bennett. Looks hmm. like he's, I don't know, going to be the number two in, in yeah. with the Rams, or at least has a pretty good chance. What did you see from Stetson Bennett, another guy that went in the fourth round that maybe people weren't expecting? Yeah, it's funny. His first two throws of the game were absolutely awful. Um, the first throw should have been a pick six. The corner dropped it. The second drop was play-action boot. The defense took it away, uh, took away his progressions, and he made a really reckless throw that also should have been picked off. But then he kind of settled in. That was a really good example of giving him kind of basic stuff and allowing him to play well. He made some excellent reads. Um, I thought he was decisive in the pocket for the most part with his reads and throws. He was poised. He was composed. He knew where to go with the ball. You saw progression reads, and that's something I think as a coach you really want to see because you need to do that at some point in the NFL. For a lot of these young quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks and inexperienced quarterbacks, Ross, what you see in the preseason is one-read throws. And so you want to see when you can, when they get an opportunity to actually make a progression read, to have to go through a number of reads and not just a one-read throw. And you saw that a little bit with Bennett. I thought he handled himself well. You know, what about, Greg, Tennessee? Because I find the Titans really interesting in the sense that yep. when they took Levis at the top of round two, there was, I guess, a presumption that not only was he going to be the backup, but that he might be pushing Tannehill for playing time this year. And, you know, instead it seems like Malik Willis is playing better than he did last year. I don't know if you got a chance to watch those two guys, Greg, and what you saw. Yeah, and, and I thought Willis – Look, the, the bottom line is Willis, when he played last year, was way overmatched. We all know that. You, you don't need to be an X and O person to see that he just didn't see things at all, and he played so incredibly fast because he just had no vision of anything. I thought watching this preseason game, and again, it's one game, but there was significant improvement in his comfort level and his overall poise. Now, 
when you're quicker mentally, that allows your body to slow down, Ross. And you can then work with more efficiency and more comfort. And I thought that stood out on tape. Um, so I thought he played reasonably well. I thought Levis did a pretty good job as, as well, too. You know, everybody's going to point to the last interception. And I could be wrong, but I've seen a lot of football, Ross, as you know. And I do not believe that interception was his fault at all. But that's, you know, we're not going to break down the play because people can't see it. But I thought Levis played reasonably well. He's going to have to become a little more precise with some throws, um, the ball placement, because obviously the windows are tighter in the NFL, and that's something he's going to need to work on. We have seen that throughout his career, that he can throw beautiful balls and be be accurate, but he's going to need to become more consistent in that area. What about Clayton Toon out in, in Arizona? There's some talk that maybe he could even start the opener, although I don't, I'm not hearing that as much now. Yeah, I I mean, you know, it's funny. Toon came from uh, um, Houston where he played, uh, I believe, for Dana Holgerson, and, and that's that offense. You know, it's, it's basically air raid principles, air raid methodology and concepts. And those quarterbacks have a tendency when they get to the NFL to struggle when they have to kind of work late in the down from the pocket. In other words, when they can't hit their back foot and the ball can come out. Um, and I think you saw that with Toon a little bit. You know, he needs work executing late in the down from the pocket when the initial timing is not there to deliver the ball. Um, obviously, with a lot of young quarterbacks, he was there were snaps in which he was a little slow to process, eliminate, and isolate where the ball should go based on the coverage and the route concepts. Um, but these are not a surprise. You know, that's the thing about preseason is I don't know what people expect. And you know this, Ross. Coaches would rather see young players make some mistakes here and there because you want to coach. And, you know, obviously preseason is not the regular season. So you want to be able to work with guys on things and find out what can they do, what is coachable, what is something you don't want to ask them to do because maybe they can't do it well. You want to work through all these things. What about Jordan Love? I know he's not a young guy anymore, Greg, but this is his first year being the guy yeah. in Green Bay. And I'm curious what you saw from him in the preseason. Yeah, he missed one throw that he would want back uh, where he just made a badly inaccurate throw to a wide-open Musgrave on a crosser on third down. Just a bad throw. But other than that, I thought Love looked poised, calm, efficient. He's a pretty player to watch. He's got a really nice drop and set, good ball staging, uh, delivers the ball cleanly. Um, I'm very anxious to see him play once we get to the regular season, obviously, because he will be the quarterback. Um, so, and, and I thought he threw the ball accurately. Now, again, they gave him, for the most part, very basic stuff, which is smart. You want to get him comfortable, and you want to get him feeling success early because, you know, that's what he needs. Uh, but I think, I think there's a lot there with Jordan Love from an athletic and physical and throwing perspective, and I am very anxious to see him once the regular season starts. Greg, what do you mean quarterback staging, ball staging? Where he holds the ball on his drop. Um, you know, some call that, um, you know, there's different terms for that. Carriage. Ball, carriage. You yeah. know, where they hold the ball on their drop. Interesting. Okay. Uh, we had a couple running back signings this week, Greg. And I'm just curious as to what you think it says uh, about these teams, what roles they might play. Yeah. Uh, the, the, they're, they're both the same day. Um, first, Zeke Elliott signed with the New England Patriots. Yeah, Patriots did not really have a second back. 
uh, that they probably felt comfortable with, and I think they just felt that they needed one because obviously Ramondre Stevenson is their number one. He's a good player, good runner, pretty good receiver as well, but they needed a second back. And I think Zeke, at this point in his career, I think it's pretty evident that that's what he is. You watch the tape from a year ago, he was certainly not the same back he was three, four years ago. Doesn't quite have that same juice in confined space. Zeke was one of the best confined space runners that we've seen when he was in his prime. He could work in, in tight areas exceptionally well. And he's, you know, he just doesn't get through those areas the way he used to. But he can still give you enough as a second back, and I, he's clearly was signed for that purpose. And then with the Jets, they got Dalvin Cook, which had been talked about for a while. Yeah, and, I, you know, again, they have Brees Hall, who they drafted in the second round a year ago, coming off an ACL. Uh, who knows when he'll be ready and truly ready. And very often, as you know, Ross, running backs coming off ACL that first year back or certainly the first part of the season, they're not the same as they were before. And, you know, the Jets, obviously, with Rodgers, uh, good receivers. I mean, they're, they, they feel like they can compete for that division right now, obviously, and they need a run game. And, um, you know, Cook, I, again, I thought Cook was not quite the same a year ago, but he still had some explosive ability. And, uh, you know, we saw that, for instance, he had a long touchdown run against Buffalo where he showed that ability a year ago. Um, so I thought it was a good signing because they'll, they'll want to run the ball, and I think they'll need to run the ball. Check him out on social media. There is nobody better. I think I have five or six clips I want Jack to cut for social <laughs> media, Twitter, Instagram reels, TikTok reels, Facebook YouTube. Uh, at this point, Jack probably hates Greg because he says so many good things that I want people to make sure they see on social media. So sorry, Jack. Sorry, not sorry. Thank you, Greg. Thanks, Ross. Big day for the YouTube folks. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Remember, by the way, make sure you're commenting, subscribe and comment. Because we have uh, somebody will get a YouTube video shout out every week. But I said big week for the YouTube people or big day. Because now I'm showing my Raycon earbuds. Because after the game tonight, I'll be going down to the to the shore, the, the Jersey Shore. And I will be tearing up the uh, bike paths the next three days. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. One of my favorite workouts, favorite thing to do. And I cannot do it without the Raycons. Absolutely the best First of all, they don't stick out of your ears. Like if you see Jack in a couple seconds, he's got the white thing sticking out. Who wants that? The blue things, for me, they don't stick out of your ears at all. They're half the price of the other premium audio brands. I love them. They feel good in my ears. And I, uh, it's just such a better workout. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon. Right now, my listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash Tucker. That's buyraycon.com slash Tucker to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash Tucker. Tucks takes. All right, Ross, a few things to get into before I have to edit these 45,000 clips. We got a lot of injury news to get to. Ravens cornerback Marlon Humphrey had foot surgery and is out for about a month or so, at least the first couple of games. Same timeline with Titans wide receiver Traylon Burks, who has an LCL sprain, while the Buccaneers lose wide receiver Russell Gage for the season with a serious leg injury. That's a shame for Russell Gage. I, I hate any time a guy is lost for the season. You know, it's a long rehab and 
all the work that goes into it. It's one of the worst parts of the sport, obviously. As for Traylon Burks, I mean, it sounds like it's not that serious, but still not good for him to be missing a month, and he's had conditioning issues in the past. Not good for the Titans. Thank goodness for them that they have DeAndre Hopkins, at least have somebody else. And then for Marlon Humphrey, that's a really bad injury for the Ravens. I know he'll come back, but that's the position. I mean, they were thin at corner before he got hurt. He might have been the guy they could least afford to lose other than Lamar Jackson on the whole team. So that, those first couple games are going to be rough for the Ravens. We got a couple defensive linemen in the news. Dolphins defensive lineman Christian Wilkins is not participating in team drills while negotiating a new contract. And Raiders top 10 pick Tyree Wilson has been activated off the NFI list. Well, you know, Dr. Chow, sportsinjurycentral.com, had voiced his concerns about Tyree Wilson back at the draft, and he's only now getting a chance to even be out there. I would not expect much from him this season, certainly not early this season if you're a Raiders fan. And as for Christian Wilkins, I think this is a good way to go about it. You report to the team, they can't find you, but you don't participate in team drills. You stay in shape, but you're not in team drills where you could potentially get injured until you get your deal. To me, that makes a lot more sense than holding out. Lastly, we got a game tonight, Ross. Eagles are hosting the Cleveland Browns. What will you be looking for? Me. I'll be looking for me. I mean, I mean, what are you be looking for, Jack? So, Jack, you better be on it, by the way, watching the game and uh, getting some highlight clips if I say something funny. Uh, it's funny because there's a couple things that, like, I think of ahead of time, but they might not come up during the game. But then other things that they just come to me, like the thing you posted last week at Ross Tucker Pod, the, the Eagles have a running back, Trey Sermon, who scored a touchdown, and I was like, preach, Trey, preach. And I swear that just came up in my head right then. And my play-by-play play play like... guy, Scott Grant, I said, Scott, I didn't write that down. And obviously he didn't think it was real good. Scott said, well, let me know when you get to the ones that you wrote down. <laughs> yeah, I pictured like you have a chart with like the players and the info, and then next to it you have a joke written in for each player that you just have on standby. I definitely don't. And in fact, I, I only have like one or two that I even thought of ahead of time. And it's primarily because it's something I read or something they say to me during the production meeting that, that triggers it. So we'll see. Everybody make sure you're watching NFL Network tonight, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. I pretty much guarantee that you will laugh, learn, and love. Other than that, have an awesome weekend. We'll be back bright and early Monday morning with College Draft and the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. Shoutouts! Please go to MyFrontPageStory.com. If you do nothing else this weekend, go to MyFrontPageStory.com so that you put your email in there so that when we send out huge discounts for the holidays or Mother's Day or Valentine's Day, you get the code. And I'm already saving you one gift right now that you're not going to know what to get them, and now you do. MyFrontPageStory.com. Then you got Pizza Boy Brewing, which is delicious if you're in Central PA, and delicious if you find it. I know they're in Jersey. They're all over PA, the beer. Love sport culture. 
lovehumanheadnyc.com, steakhousesports.com, very cool venture, backofficescheduler.com is nice, and then go-bangles.com for the who days out there.